We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Derek and Cody with you as always. And guys, we actually had this video actually pre-recorded uh, ahead of time. And basically a few hours before it was supposed to go out, Cody and I decided it probably wouldn't be a good idea to upload it considering how many people got cut today, how many people were supposed to get or might get cut still. Uh, guys who got tagged and people who are in the middle of trade opportunities uh, because, you know, the week before the free agency period starts, Cody, it can get a little wild. Uh, so basically, we put down a giant list of a bunch of people uh, who are either cut, presumed to be cut, or guys that need that you could trade for that are on the trading block from what we have heard. Uh, so. We'll start with the wide receivers here, Cody, because there's a couple of them. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say there's a ton of them that are uh, immediate huge guys, but there are some good names here. Uh, Robert Woods is one of them. He's going to be a free agent. Keenan Allen, who's supposed to be a, uh, a cap casualty here soon. Uh, Allen Robinson is uh, seeking a trade out of Los Angeles. Uh, Jerry Judy is actually in the middle of trade talks from Denver. They're trying to accumulate picks. And of course, DeAndre Hopkins has been a big name as well. What do you make of the, this group of guys here, man? Do you think there's any of these guys the Indianapolis Colts should be taking a look at? Yeah, I want to throw one more out there because you talked about Jerry Judy. Actually, um, and this was reported by you know a few different people, and you know take them as you will. According to Matthew Barry, uh, the Broncos are also quietly shop shopping wide receiver Cortland Sutton as well. So, um, with that being said, um, I think yeah, you know you talk about getting a rookie quarterback in here. I just think you personally, and I, I thought this even back to last year, if you listened to the podcast, I think we both were in that camp of, you just need to sign a veteran wide receiver because, yeah, as good as Reggie Wayne is, he's a great coach, you know. Um, just You just can't beat having a vet out there to help these young guys. And so there's a lot of guys potentially on the market here. And, uh, you know, I think Shane Steichen will 
want one of these guys. He'll want somebody in there to make life easier on the rookie quarterback that you're going to take, right? And so you've seen different teams do this with their rookie quarterbacks. You know, they've they've paired them with a very talented wide receiver and given them plenty of weapons to succeed early on. I mean, that's just kind of what they've done. I mean, you look obviously with the Bengals with Jamar Chase uh, going, you know, with with Joe Burrow. Then you look at, you know, obviously the Bills. They got Stephon Diggs for Josh Allen. Like you just see teams start doing this stuff um, for these younger quarterbacks. And uh, so I think a lot of these guys, I mean, obviously the most instant impact guy would probably be Hopkins just because of what he's done and the fact that he's still a productive wide receiver. Um, obviously he had that suspension. But really, I, you know, I think Hopkins is the best overall right now, the best player um, that you'd be looking to acquire. The only thing is he's going to cost you some money. He's going to obviously cost you some draft capital. Now, saying it for a player of Hopkins – you know, stature and what he can be instantly would be the number one here in Indy. Um, you know, it's only a second round pick, I believe, that they're seeking. So that's very achievable to get. But the question is, you know, with some guys you're trying to to re-sign and you know, how much um, you know, with the looming probably Matt Ryan cut or retirement with some other guys potentially being cut or restructured. Like what's your cap situation going to look like? And maybe you maybe you wait to make a trade like this or or wait to do that. Um, until you figure out kind of what your cap is a little bit. But I think a guy out of all these guys that I'd really want to pair with a young quarterback is probably, honestly, Jerry Judy, just because he's still cheap. He's on his rookie deal still. Um, And I really think that could be – he's a very talented wide receiver. Um, I don't know if he'd be the number one right away, but he he definitely would be a nice pair with with Pittman, with Pierce, and potentially with Campbell as well. Um, So – I think he's definitely the guy with the most potential still. He's a young guy. And to have him paired along with a C.J. Stroud, a Will Levis, a Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, whoever, um, it's two talented guys you know, working together and could potentially build that bond moving forward. So Jerry Judy would be a guy that I think would have the most upside for you know the future um but robert woods obviously he has a little bit of the injury concern um you know coming back from that major injury he wasn't the same with the titans last year and they're kind of in a weird cap situation so they had to let him go keenan allen would be a very interesting name though if he does get released and and we'll see exactly if he does i mean the chargers aren't really in a place to just keep around all these players right they got to start making some cuts they got to start getting rid of some guys and keenan allen could be one of those guys as good as he's been for the chargers he could be a nice vet piece in there kind of feel more of that you know slot kind of route runner type of wide receiver that the Colts don't really have right now um that that could really serve a good role for this offense and complement to the other guys currently on the roster um those are a couple names you know Allen Robinson's one um that I think is just interesting just because I feel like every time he's become available Colts fans have linked him to the Colts and so you know he's he's older now he's 29 years old he's got that massive contract so I would be interested in him on the contingent that LA eats a lot of that cap space they they eat a lot of that money because it doesn't seem like it's a situation where you know, the Colts are coming begging, like, hey, we want Allen Robinson. We'll really take this on. It's like it almost seems like the Colts would be doing them a favor, if you will. Um, so I think that would kind of be the situation there where I would be comfortable with Allen Robinson. How about Adam Thielen, though? 33 years old, a little bit older, but he's always been a consistent two. And uh, I always have liked Adam Thielen. I think he's always obviously always been overshadowed by really good wide receivers and Stephon Diggs for years, and then obviously Justin Jefferson now. Um I think he could be a nice kind of compliment, kind of route runner type of thing. He's nothing like special when it comes to the athletes. He's not like an athletic freak, but like he's so reliable. He gets open. 
You know, and there's a reason the last couple of years, Derek, he's been targeted about a hundred times each season. Like the quarterbacks trust him and they've trusted him. That's, that's been kind of his thing uh, throughout his career. And so I think there's a lot of names here. I would like to see the Colts get one of these guys. Um, who knows where their mindset is right now, but I do think it would be prudent and wise to get a guy. And, and maybe, you know, you take a bet on a Jerry Judy and you give away, you know, I think right now, Derek, obviously Hopkins is more of a finished product than Jerry Judy. But I would rather take – if I'm giving away a second-round pick for Hopkins or Judy, I might lean Judy just because the potential is there. He's younger, and I might take a chance on that, that he will grow with a, with a young quarterback than, than a DeAndre Hopkins, as good as Hopkins is you know, for the contract. And then obviously uh, just because I feel like he obviously has a lot more potential here um, – so that's kind of my thoughts on the wide receivers. I don't know what your thoughts are, but uh, I think each one you can make a case for. But I think Jerry Judy out of all these is probably my favorite. Yeah, Jerry Judy would be a fun one to look at. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, again, if you're looking at the best option for you in the current moment, uh, DeAndre Hopkins would be the best one, especially if you're one to trade away a second rounder. And if the Colts don't end up trading away, you know, that first and need that extra capital, um, then, you know, DeAndre Hopkins going for your second would probably not be a terrible idea. Uh, Keenan Allen's another decent one, but I question the contract. Same thing with DeAndre. It's kind of the same scenario. And like you said, Allen Robinson only going to take him if, you know, LA is going to end up eating the majority of the contract, which I believe if they're going to trade him, it's going to end up that way anyway, because, you know, they they made a massive mistake paying him that much money uh, and whatever happened to him on that. But, yeah, that's yeah. that's some of the guys that we were talking about. Um, yeah. One more thing on Jerry Judy. Sorry, before yeah, we, we go to the other positions, he's only going to be 24, Derek, in April. Yeah. So he's going to potentially be as old as your rookie quarterback. Right. Like and the fact that you look at how horrendous the Broncos offense was. Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy still almost put up a thousand yards in that offense last year. So, I mean, that just gives me, you know, if, if, there, if the asking price is a second round pick, I think you take that and you don't look back. Like, that is 100% worth it for a player that talented. So, sorry, I just had to interject that. I didn't realize how young he was. I knew he was young, but I was like, gosh, he's still only 23. He's going to be 24 here next month. That's crazy to me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, 100%, dude. Uh, and then we go ahead and go to uh, we go ahead and go to the quarterbacks. Now, I know, Cody, we're going to talk about 
quarterbacks and, you know, the draft and everything. Of course, whatever quarterback we draft, that's going to be the primary one. But, you know, if the Colts end up cutting, you know, Matt Ryan and Nick Foles, then you're going to have a situation where you're going to need a backup. And uh, I think that there are two names just right off the bat that I could think of that could be really good backups for the Indianapolis Colts if they want to uh, go forward with that. And those two names are Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. Uh, Marcus Mariota, who is obviously cut by the Falcons, and Desmond Ritter is going to be the starter there. Uh, Marcus Mariota, to me, I think he knows he would be a backup, and you could get him for a lot cheaper. And I just think Marcus Mariota would be a good uh, backup in certain situations, uh, especially for you know the potential system that Shane Steichen might run. I think that he could come up with a lot of different ways to help Marcus Mariota if indeed Mariota had to play. And I know I, I mentioned this in the live stream, Cody, and people freaking torched me for even suggesting the idea of bringing, bringing Jameis Winston into here, uh, whether it be because of his past issues or the fact that he holds the record for most interceptions in a single season. But, you know, all of that stuff was stuff that happened three, four, five. 20 years ago, whatever. Uh, I'm talking about the player that he is now, the player that he was when he joined the Saints. Uh, he became a very efficient football player in that system. And then when he got hurt, unfortunately lost his job for unfair reasons. Uh, he should have been the quarterback to end the 2021 season when he did, but the Saints did him really dirty. And then, obviously, this last year, he was never the uh, the main starter, even though I felt like he should have been. Uh, I just think Jameis Winston, for the right price, if you were getting him as a backup quarterback for the right price, then Jameis Winston, I think, is a fantastic addition to a staff. Now, the only problem with it is, is I don't know if Jameis Winston is going to want to accept that he's a backup. You know, like I said, he was a starter in 2021 and probably should have been when he came back from his injury, but got, you know, derailed. Who knows what his confidence is like uh, after what the Saints did to him this last year? Uh, maybe he does take on the responsibility of saying, hey, you know, I can come in and compete with whatever quarterback that the Indianapolis Colts are bringing in. I like what they're doing offensively and they're willing to at least keep me in the loop if something were to happen. So, I mean, what do you think of these two guys for backup quarterbacks? People got to remember, we're not talking about these guys being the starters for the Colts. Far from it. Absolutely not. There was people who were talking about both, actually, funny enough, both these guys as starters for the Colts last offseason, if you remember that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think either of these guys, obviously, they're going to be backups for a reason. Um, they've got, they both got issues. Winston, obviously, has just been, he's been careless with the ball in the past. Mariota's just never really lived up to, to where he was taken, obviously. But two guys that obviously still have talent. Like they, they're still talented, but they are what they are at this point. And so, I mean, it, yeah, I think obviously Mariota, you would get more of an option for him to be a backup. And I do think he would, you know, accept that a little bit more than maybe a Jameis Winston. You know, Winston's still 29 years old. Maybe he thinks I could be a starter somewhere. I'm not going to take backup money. I'm not okay 
being a backup. But maybe the Colts see that and they say, hey, you know what? We're, we're going to take Richardson. We know he's going to take some work. But we want a, a capable veteran in here, Winston, who, while, yes, he's been wildly inconsistent in his time in the NFL, um, he has shown some things, right? I mean, he has. He has shown that he can be a good quarterback in the right situation, in the right system. He's shown that he can be you know, he he won't be the reason they lose, right? Now, obviously, in the past, he has been the reason the teams have lost because of all the interceptions and a little timely turnovers and stuff like that. But, but yeah, strictly as a backup role, if Winston wants to take that, all right, yeah, like, I'm fine with that. Like, hopefully, you don't even see him the whole season, right? That's the hope. But you feel like, okay, we have a very capable backup at that point. You know, there's not really, like, anybody that you look on this market and you say, oh, my gosh, like, that is the tip. That is the best backup quarterback in the NFL. I mean, heck, I'd even throw Jacoby Brissett on there as well. You know, he could be a guy that I would be very interested to bring back into Indianapolis. And I think with 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 what Shane Steichen has been able to do with quarterbacks, like I feel like he has a certain way. Like with Frank Reich, the, the, the couple of years he was with Indy, working with new quarterbacks for the majority, except for really last year, he got the best out of the quarterbacks that he was given. He really did. And so I think Shane Steichen kind of cut from that same cloth where, you know, he can work with quarterbacks and he can get the best out of them. So, I mean, you get two guys who have some talent um, sitting there at your backup. I'd be fine with either one of them. And obviously we hope that neither of them would be the starter for the Colts this next year. But if Winston would take it, I would gladly take him. I'd probably choose him over Mariota just because Mariota is just kind of bad for me. But but yeah, it really depends where Jameis is right now and kind of where he views himself and kind of what the role he envisions for himself this next year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so we talked about wide receivers and quarterbacks. Let's stay on the offensive side here. Uh, actually, Cody, I mean, we talked about interior offensive linemen, and I kind of looked deeper and deeper into uh, – this offensive line free agent class. And, you know, there's a, there's a couple of really decent uh, ones that you could think of. Obviously, when we talked earlier about Shane Steichen, you talked about Isaac Suimolo, uh, that is going to be, you know, a free agent. Maybe Shane Steichen can convince him to come to Indianapolis. He is only 29 years old. He'll be 30 when the season starts. So, you know, teeter-tottering in that mid-age kind of situation. But as long as injuries stays the same, uh, Isaac's been a really good player for them, and I don't think that would be an issue with paying him. You know you need interior depth. You know you need to get somebody to fix up that spot. Or even if you wanted to go for somebody like Evan Brown, the guard from Detroit. Um, I know that a bunch of Colts podcasters have been throwing his name out there in particular, uh, Zach Hicks from like way back when the season ended, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. That was one of the first names I heard him talk about with free agency. And, you know, he's only 26 and a half. He only cost $2 million the year prior. You know, he's not going to break the bank either, but he's definitely a quality guard that started for Detroit for many games. So you're talking about some of those. I mean, and there's a couple more that I could throw out there. You know, um, you, you could throw out Billy Price's name. You can throw out a couple other ones that are in here. Um, but we talk more about Isaac and Evan in this because those are the two big ones that you feel like the Colts, if they wanted a full-time starter, those would two, be two of the main ones that you could get that were younger and cheaper and better situated. So what do you think of 
this of those two guards and maybe some others we could get. Yeah, I would say for me, um, I think you just need competition in there. You just need competition. And I think either of these guys would be really good competition for uh, for Will Fries. And, you know, best case scenario, honestly, is Will Fries beats out whoever you bring in and that you have a high-quality backup. Like, you have a Chris Reed kind of backup, right, mm-hmm. that can play really good football in a pinch. That's just something the Colts didn't have last year, honestly, Derek, at guard. Um, you know, when Danny Pincher just wasn't it at guard and the Colts benched him, they were kind of scrambling to figure it out, right? They tried Will Fries. They tried Braden Smith at, a, at guard for a game. Like, they tried everything, and then they eventually settled on Fries, but he's still a very young player. And so I think the good thing is, you know, if you bring in one of these two guys, they can be a high-quality guard for you, but they can also push Will Fries to potentially be even better. So I think competition breeds excellence, obviously, and so I really think it'd be a good opportunity to just add some more competition at guard, let Will Fries know, hey, your job isn't safe. you got to go out there and earn it, man. And if you don't, like, I feel fine with Will Fries as my six. Honestly, I feel really good about that. So, yeah, I think that's where I would go. Um, I, I, w- I would not be opposed to either of these guys. I think they're both good guards. Evan Brown's a little bit younger than Ciamolo, but either guy I think is a really quality right guard situation here for him. Absolutely. All right, staying on the offensive side here for one more position, uh, practically the only position we haven't talked about yet uh, other than running back. We have the tight end group. Now, I know, again, everyone's going to say the same thing, Cody. Everyone's going to say the same thing. Don't bring a tight end. You have three really, you have four tight ends already, and three of them are all within their uh, rookie deals, and three of them are looking to, you know, be the next transcendent guys, right? Like, that's the kind of situation we're talking about here. Um, Well, this is in the off chance that somehow Moali Cox gets cut because of the contract that he has. He's not. Uh, fulfilling the contract very well with production. And we're thinking of, you know, maybe getting somebody else that can fulfill that role and, you know, be that overall uh, good tight end that's going to give you more production out of it. I mean, and what you're talking about, I mean, some of the the top four tight ends, Cody, I mean, Mike Gusecki, Dalton Schultz, Austin Hooper, and Robert Tanyan Jr., all four of these guys are going to be, you know, free agents and Dalton Schultz is going to end up testing free agency because he's not getting tagged like he did last year. Mike Gusecki's not getting tagged. Uh, I would love either one of those options because they've always been productive. Uh, Gusecki did not have as much production last year due to the fact that you know, Tyreek Hill took over, Jalen Waddle took over. It became more of the wide receiver show rather than Mike Gusecki. But then, you know, you talk about some other decent options. I mean, Austin Hooper, who's been on a couple different teams as of recently, but he's only 28 years old. You know, he's been productive. Robert Tanyan, again, he's only he's only gonna be 29. He's been productive. Uh, what do you what do you make of this tight end group right here? One more guy I'll throw on there, Hayden Hurst yes. from Cincinnati. Yep. Um, he's a, I think he's a would be a really good option uh, for the Colts, and he'd be cheap. I really do feel that way. So if you're going to go tight end, I don't know if I would go for one of those top two guys. Even though obviously, you know, they're very you know talented tight ends. They've both been very productive. Like I think you're right. Like obviously, it depends on what happens with Mo. If he does get cut, 
uh, then you do need, you know, you do need a tight end, but really Derek, like you have two really good receiving tight ends. Um, you know, how much more do you need to allocate to it? As good as these players are, I know, I know you can never have too many weapons, but I guess my question is like with all the whole other holes and other potential things you're going to have to fill, are you comfortable giving, you know, one of these two tight ends that you talked about a, a decent sized deal? Cause that's what it's going to take to bring them to Indianapolis. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and at the end of the day, it matters on, uh, you know, what do you think it provides for that young quarterback that you're bringing in, right? And you got three of these other tight ends that are costing you practically nothing, right? I mean, I don't think it'd be a terrible idea to have a another veteran in in that uh, in that group, right? I think it would definitely be a very solid piece, but. Again, we'll just have to see. You know, it's going to come down to what they want to do with it. Um, is that too much for that position, right? Because you yeah. got so many I, tight ends. I would personally go a little bit cheaper and get like a Hayden Hurst type of player. That's really not like you know going to break the bank, but still can be productive given the opportunity. You know, gotcha. and I don't know actually how great of a blocker he is, but you know, maybe can fill a little bit more of that Jack Doyle kind of, you know, mold where it's not like he's going to go out there because you already got your vertical threat. You already got your your red zone guy. Now you just need a guy that's consistent. And I think if you can get that guy, I think Hayden Hurst is that guy. And if you can get a guy like him, I mean, I think that really rounds out. And also you have Drew Ogletree that we don't talk about who was lighting it up in training camp. So like, could you have a, a really good four tight end group? Honestly. Yep, absolutely. Uh, it never hurts to have too many great tight ends, you know. Uh, I mean, la- last year he was making three and a half million compared to Gusecki and and these guys that are making over ten million. Yeah, exactly. So I'd rather I'd rather allocate three four million for this guy than than pay them you know more than double that, I mean, more than triple that actually. Right. Absolutely. All right. Last uh, position group that we'll talk about here. And uh, that's the edge group. Uh, there's a couple guys here that have been released today or expected to be released. And Frank Clark and Bud Dupree are two guys that have already been released. Uh, Khalil Mack and Leonard Fournette are expected to be released. Um, what do you say here, uh, Cody? I mean, do any of these guys, you know, appeal to you? I mean, there's a couple guys here that, you know, have been really big names, but with big name comes a big price tag. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, some of these guys were getting paid for sure. So the question is, how much of a cut are they willing to take? Right. I do think the Colts need to add to their pass rush in some capacity. They need to add a veteran in there, you know, because that's when they were at their best, right? When when they had a Justin Houston or a Danico Autry or you know fill in the blank on whoever you want to put in there. But I just feel like the Colts were better when they had a guy in there with the two young guys they have that aren't even 25 yet. 
uh, I think it would do well uh, for them to to get an option like this. So it really does depend how much are the Colts willing to dish out because there are options. It's just it might cost you a little bit for these guys that are you know hovering right around 30 years old. And uh, obviously Bud Dupree is a very interesting name because he signed that mega deal with Tennessee a couple of years ago. And I think it was last offseason, actually, wasn't it? Um, that's crazy how that how that just changes like that. That's just wild to me. Um, but there are a lot of guys here still available, um, you know, and guys that were making over $10 million. So obviously it'll really depend on what happens with Yannick Ngakwe and that whole thing. But I think maybe what the Colts are looking for is maybe more of that all down kind of player a little bit more. Um, so, uh, Leonard Floyd is a very interesting name to me. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on him, Derek, but, uh, he's not been officially released yet, but I think it's expected that he will. I mean, he's just been a guy that I've always just really enjoyed watching play. And just, I feel like he's always just been a very productive player wherever he's gone. Um, and I just, I just have always liked him as a player. Do you have any of these guys that's, that are any of your favorites um, that you think you would be more than happy if the Colts went after here at the defensive end slash edge rusher? Um, I don't know. It's really difficult for me when I'm looking at, you know, these kinds of guys with their contracts, you know, it's really hard to kind of take that into account when you're looking at all of this. But I would say, you know, if I'm going to look at any of these guys, you know, maybe, maybe a Leonard Floyd just because he's uh, a tad bit younger than a couple of these guys and he's uh, a little less expensive. Uh, when you look at, yep. I mean, I don't even remember what the, uh, I mean, Bud Dupree got 16 and a half million dollars <laughs> last year. I mean, yeah. I, I know there's no shot. He gets that this year, but it's definitely going to want a lot. And Frank Clark's last deal, you know, he just got over 15 million. Uh, Bud Dupree's over 30 years old, and Frank Clark's about to be the same way. And so is Leonard Floyd. They're all about 30. Yeah, every, it just like it, that's the problem is the majority of these kinds of players are just too dang old, man. You know, it's just kind of hard to yeah. uh, pick some of these guys because I, I just don't want to have a uh, an older kind of guy, but. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do. And even Leonard Floyd is 30. So, you know, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of hard to, you know, pick any of these guys because all of these guys, while some of them, while they probably could still be productive, you're, this is not a situation where uh, where you're going to have long term production. You know, mm -hmm. if you're taking on any of these guys, you know that most likely these are going to go down for maybe two years. Uh, yeah. Kind of a similar circumstance to what we assume is going to happen with Gillylock uh, after this next year, or maybe uh, we get lucky with that one. But yeah, I mean, I think hard. if there's anybody on here that I'd be willing to give a two year deal to it's Khalil Mack. I mean, his production, well, it's not been the same, obviously when he was younger, he was obviously insane and just, the things he was able to do. I mean, he had, gosh, from 2015 to, to 2018, he had, you know, 10 and a half sacks or more every single year. And last year he had eight, you know, eight sacks. So I think he's a guy that I'm still, even though he's a little bit older, he's still, you know, past 30. I think he's still got more left in the tank. And I think he's a guy that I'm willing to dish a little bit more out to. Um, now the question is, do some of these guys that are older, they realize, man, my career, you know, I only have a couple more years here, honestly, I have good football left. 
do I want to go to a team that's rebuilding, like with the Colts? Or do I want to go to a contender, like a, like a Kansas City, a Buffalo, you know, a Philly, something like that? Like, that is the biggest question for me with some of these vets is like, how much is their market going to demand and how willing is Ballard going to be to go and get one of these guys to be an instant impact there on, you know, on the edge. So that's a, that's going to be interesting to see. But I think if I'm choosing anybody, it's probably still Khalil Mack out of any of these guys. Yeah, I, I get you on that. Well, I mean, I think that's going to do it for all these guys. Uh, there are more people that will end up getting cut. Uh, more people who will be on the trading block, more people to discuss guys. I mean, free agency is is just next week. So it's going to be a fun time to, you know, think about all this and uh, prepare for, you know, what kind of uh, players the Colts might get in free agency this year. Um, you know, Cody, I know you and I said uh, this last year, uh, this last free agency, we would not fall into the trap of uh, assuming that something's going to be said early on in Colts free agency. Um, we no. just need to keep an eye out for what names are already taken versus ones that aren't and see what other names we could think of that the Colts might try to snag in a few days into free agency. Cause we just know that's how the Colts roll. So yeah, exactly. And odds are by the time this video drops, probably it'll be dropped on like Tuesday around lunchtime. We're recording this Monday night. Odds are there'll be a couple other players that probably either get cut or are on the trade block. That's just kind of how it rolls around this time of year. There was so much stuff that did happen, you know, on Monday that it'll be very interesting to see, you know, come Tuesday. We'll probably have to add more to our list, honestly. So, but it's going to be very interesting nonetheless. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, leave a like. Be sure to comment. Tell us what guys we need to be looking at. But thank you so much for all the support. And as always, go Colts. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.